Now I want to explain to uh, for a second. I want to explain to people who aren't in some aspect of the public service, men who are not in some aspect of the public service, what happens to straight men in there, okay? I met this guy in the school district. His name's Tom Arts. He's the associate <coughs> superintendent of school district 61. This guy's a big guy. <coughs> he should be, you should be proud to have him on any football team, flag football team, hockey team, whatever. But there's something going on where when you meet with him, he is acting like he's 10% of the guy that he is. Maybe 20%. And I know what it is because I was subjected to this in the public sector, okay? I know what it is. As a straight man, when you're in there, they challenge everything you think and know to be true and real. Make you question it until you don't even know who you are anymore. And I, I can see it now. I can identify it. We need a term for it. I don't know what it is. I'm not in any way trying to denigrate this individual. <clears throat> okay? But when you are like the one <clears throat> lone straight guy and you're surrounded by people who have been using right think and right thought since like grade four, okay? Like these people are black belts. They're experts at it. They've been doing it for 20 years. They can have a whole conversation about fuck all for an hour around a table. And it's all right thought and right think and nothing's going to get done ever. But they know that they've charted the right course for the whatever it is. I saw in him how I felt after four years of it. And I'm trying to flag it just so people know. Your boy or like competitive athlete woman who goes into that type of situation doesn't stand a chance unless they know what they're going into. <laughs> it's so hard to describe unless you've been a part of it or seen it in action. I think the ultimate expression is gaslighting. Like everyone's been gaslit. To accept something that's not real as real, okay? Like the other day I'm at the University of Victoria. I've been to university. I've been to a few of them. And this woman comes out from the back who, you know, is of a certain persuasion and starts telling me how it's going. And I'm like, no, that's not how it's going. No, that's not why it's broken. No, no, no. But she knows for sure. Okay? This woman who's dating another woman knows for sure that she knows what the situation is and she has no clue. But because of right think and right thought, this person has been given the wand or the conch every minute of every day for the last 20 years. Meanwhile, Tom Arts has been beaten down for 20 years. Because no one's going to listen to that guy. Even though that's what's needed in the school system is more men like that guy who can throw a football 50 yards. That's the only thing I remember from grade five. My elementary school teacher could throw the best spiral you've ever seen. I think he was, you know, a quarterback or almost quarterback for one of the major leagues, one of the major teams in Canada. That was our dream come true when he would come out and throw the ball with us. That was the best shit of grade five. That's all I remember from grade five. 
Oh, I remember from grade six. My male teacher went to Botswana and liked the Kalahari Desert. That's all I remember from the entire year. That's it. I've asked myself this question. Can I survive back in that type of situation? I think I can now that my head is clear about, about you know, what that type of situation is, you know. Where I'll be, I'll be around a people, a group of people who haven't yet been forced to Kool-Aid, but are in the Kool-Aid situation. And so they'll, they'll all want to accept it because they'll think it's a norm that they have to accept, right? If you haven't seen this movie um, by Matt Walsh, What is a Woman? You'll have to see this. It is a really critical movie because I guess that's probably the best expression about what's going on in public schools, the public service, anything where um, these people have gotten the conch and have rewritten reality and truth. They've rewritten it. And so if you don't accept it, you're ostracized, even though what you believe in is actual truth. And so the question is now is, what is a man? Because I thought I knew. I thought I knew that it was integrity, values, principles. You're supposed to fight for things and people. But I've been shown all over British Columbia that no... That's not what it is. You're not supposed to fight for anybody. You're not supposed to defend anything. You're not supposed to care about anything. You're not supposed to look out for anything. Because if you do, they'll make it out to be like it was a bad thing that you did that. So What is a Woman is a genius, genius movie that points to the problem. And the way the guy carries himself, I can't do that. The way he carries himself so calmly, just asking questions, I can't do that. I'm not that guy. is going in going on in your schools, your universities, your public service. I'm trying to get these thoughts down because you know I've made the mistake of not uploading these immediately to cyberspace to some uh, blog hoster because now they've edited them they've hacked my phone they've edited it they've mixed mastered some shit and made it sort of non-legible it's just constant cyber harassment is like death it's just the most horrible thing it's horrible Nobody even knows where to go. 
when it's being done to you. Nobody knows. Your leg's broken, you go to the hospital. Everybody in Canada knows. Where do you go when your leg's broken? You go to the hospital. If you don't have housing, where do you go? Nobody knows. If you have a cyber stalker, where do you go? Nobody knows. That's how you know a system's broken. Where do you go to school? Uh, you know, K-12. You go to the school. Everyone knows. So that system is mostly functional, right? Except for the ideologies, but it's, it's functional. Housing broken. Nobody knows where you go if you don't have any housing. If you don't have any food, where do you go? Nobody knows. My favorite part, I, I checked out the food bank, you know, because these people have murdered my life. I went down and you get, <laughs> it's, there's an irony. You have to have enough money to have a car to use the food bank because you have to load the food up in some sort of car. You only get to use it like once a month or once every couple weeks. If you don't have a car, you can't get the food home. You, like, you have to put it in a backpack. Like it's like, so you have to use the food bank before you're really poor. But if you're really, really poor, you're just in total shit because then you can't get the food home wherever that home is. But if your parents were smart, they set you up in BC housing. You can earn up to a hundred grand just chilling out in BC housing somewhere. I've never had a hundred grand in my entire life. I've had to move like 50 times, work school all over the country, BC, all over. Constantly on the move for education or work. But if you were smarter, you would just be poor. You'd be in Southeast Falls Creek. You'd have up to you'd have ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars in the bank, and you'd be fine. You would just sit there with that. Try and get some defined benefit pension on your plan. Let your kids take over your place. Whatever that you know, that's the way to go. Once you step into the private sector with housing, you're totally screwed. Unless your parents were rich or your grandparents died and gave you a house at like twenty third and Dunbar, right, in Vancouver. Every system in BC needs to be reworked. Every system. But you only know it if you've been paying attention for like 20 or 30 years. You know, and I saw them. I saw them in the public sector, both provincially and federally, attack our marriage. They knew I was an ENTP. I was extroverted. So they isolated me from every meeting for like a year. They didn't invite me anywhere to chat with anybody. And now to my wife, in the workplace, they would have her in 10 meetings a day because she's an introvert. And so on the weekends, I wanted to socialize and she wanted to stay home and cook. And so they targeted and destroyed our marriage in the public sector. And my wife... It was interesting listening to some of her um, conference calls, you know, when I was off work, because they would, they would just, it was unbelievable the language they would use and, and the nothingness they would talk about hour after hour after hour. And she, like me, is a very pragmatic person. So she's a nurse and I'm an engineer, you know, and so those people can just wear you down over time in a way that you can't even understand till you look like and sound like Tom Arts, Okay. What is a man? 
What is a woman? Matt Walsh needs to do what is a man.